Welcome to the Sports Id Podcast, Late Night Sexy Time Edition. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm Drew. And I'm Daniel. All right, so folks, let's start with the, the plugs here before we get into what we're doing. Uh, make sure you are following us on Twitter, at the Sports Id. Uh, this last week we tweeted live during the Lions and Packers games, uh, So and last week during the uh, Redskins game. So if you... Like hearing, I don't know, stats and funny things from Ian, make sure you follow us at The Sports Id. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thesportsid, and our website is thesportsid.blogspot.com. And as always, you can email us, and we, if we ever get any reader emails, we'll probably go over them on this show here, uh, <laughs> thesportsid at gmail.com. All right, so what we're going to go over today is we're going to try and keep this short, as Ian said. It is very late at night, and we are tired. We are working men. This is not our day job, unfortunately. So we are going to do just a quick review of week three, uh, mostly just our teams, and then just do our week four picks, and I'm sure this will still end up being over an hour. So, (laughs) Ian, Ian, let's start with your picks. Uh, I got 11 right. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I dominated the picks. Uh, in the and the pigs can pick them. I got eleven right out of a possible sixteen, uh, and most of my picks were upsets. Uh, that's a big point about this week. Was it was a week of upsets? That's that's why I was so surprised when you said he got eleven because this was a tough week for everybody. I feel like, but unless you're well, crazy you like you, Daniel pointed it out <laughs> while I was reading off my picks. Like the fir- out of the first four picks, I picked three road teams. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I did. I did pretty well. How about you, Daniel? Uh, I went nine again. Um, <clears throat> I got. I kind of thought some teams were going to bounce up off the mat: Minnesota Redskins, Bucks, and uh, Steelers, and they all kind of cost me. So I only finished with nine this week. Uh, my proudest pick. Probably was seeing the Giants for the for the frauds that they were. I was definitely not a team that believed that they were going to be able to pull a normal Giants. No one believes in us. Back against the wall, kind of went on the road. I saw through that. I knew they were terrible. Yeah, and the uh, I mean, it's not like the Panthers' defense is anything to write home about. It's no, just the Giants are just terrible. I don't know the. Carolina's front four is pretty good. They're, they're yeah, a lot of pressure. Seven. Their front seven is pretty good, definitely. Yeah. I'd say that. That secondary is absolutely horrible, though, but that's just how good their front seven was. So gonna... There you go. Breathe it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was just shocking to see how bad the Giants were. I mean, they couldn't block. They couldn't catch. They couldn't, they couldn't run the ball. I think they have like 135 yards. The entire season rushing. That's in three games. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, so I only got eight right. Uh, like Ian said, <laughs> upset. So uh, I struggled a little bit. I thought the the Niners were gonna pull one out against the Colts, but apparently, I, I don't know what happened there. But the Forty Nine looked the terrible. Rest of the world got that one wrong. Yeah, uh, I also yeah. I also really thought. E.J. Manuel and the Bills were going to take down the Jets, but that one was a lot closer than 
than the 49ers game. And I know I, it's week three. I'm sorry, Drew. I just know it's week three. I try not to get too crazy because I'm going to blast some people for getting too crazy because it's week three. But I definitely go back to that first podcast. I called the Jets were not going to be as bad as people thought they were. Like, break 32nd in the ESPN power rankings. No way. The Jets are, Jets are going 8-8, eight and eight, baby. I, I didn't think they were going to end up 8-8, eight and eight, but, uh, I mean, I'm coming around. I, I didn't watch the game, but I saw I saw quite a bit of clips from it. And Eno Smith, the balls he threw, they looked better than the balls that, oh, who the hell, I was watching some other clips earlier and some. Aaron Rodgers? No, well, <laughs> we'll get to that. Why can't, somebody was just throwing wounded ducks, and at least Geno Smith, tight spiral. And he was hitting the guys right where he needed to, so he actually looked pretty good. So Jets committed 20 penalties in that game. If they don't commit 20 penalties, I think they run away. Not even 17. Kyle Kyle Wilson committed four straight penalties on four straight plays. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Is he still on the team? Drex benched him. Well, yeah. We should have benched him after two consecutive. At least pull him out for the next play just so we can't get three in a row. He's trading him to a Canadian football team. (laughs) For poutine. (laughs) For (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. All right, well, I just want to point out the pick that I'm proudest of, and uh, I know Ian picked with me here, but I don't think Daniel did. Uh, The Dolphins over the Falcons. Hell yes. Yep. Thank you. Did I pick Dolphins over Falcons? I think you did. I'm not positive, but I feel like you did. I don't think you did. I picked Dolphins. No, I picked Dolphins oh, too. Crap. All three of us. Well, that's just, well, well yeah. then that just goes to show we here at the sports head know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Occasionally. As Daniel exhales <laughs> a big cloud of smoke. This is kind of cool. We know what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh, man. Did either of you actually watch that game at all, or no? No. No. I live in Georgia, so I try not to watch the Falcons because they're just, you know, when you live in a town of a team that, you know, you really couldn't care about, their fans eventually make you hate them. So I yeah. hate the Falcons. Yeah, I visited Atlanta a couple of times and gone to a couple of Atlanta games and found myself almost wanting to root for whoever they're playing just because. Yeah, it's like, shut up. Watch SEC football. So, you know, it's <laughs> the pros. <laughs> it's a really loud lighter you got there. <laughs> That's my thumb. It, it cracks. It's, it's a bad joint. Yeah. <laughs> Happened while he was in the army. All right, so let's go, Ian. Let's let's talk about your lions. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, do, you got, what do you got? Um, they played exactly like I thought they would. For real, like without like, if Reggie Bush was going to play, they were going to run all over the Redskins. That game was going to be a blowout. Can but, I just real quick jump in on that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Reggie Bush, game time decision, my uh, my number one, well, number two running back, and I was at work, so I couldn't bench him. Big fat zero. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I know a fantasy football story did not make its way onto this podcast. Yep. Yep. After I was condemned last time <laughs> off the air for ever even mentioning the possibility of bringing up my fantasy team. Yep, and I'm the one that condemned you the hardest. I know. That's, that's how much this Reggie Bush thing hurt me. 
I'm just putting it out there. Uh, Let's continue eating with those yeah. those lines, buddy. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to add a little salt in the wound because I had Joey Bell, and he got me 25 points. <laughs> yep, I've got Joey Bell in every other league I'm in. Joey Bell has a 99% ownership right now, which yep. is insane for a backup running back. In Detroit. <clears throat> for real, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. But, uh, yeah, anyway, the Lions, uh, if Reggie Bush was playing, it was going to be a blowout. If he wasn't, it was going to be a close game, and that's how it turned out. It was a close game. They only won by a touchdown. But what really impressed me is something that Detroit hasn't done a lot in the last couple of years is hold a lead in the second half. And they, you know, they kept, kept, uh, kept the Red Wings, or <laughs> Red Wings, yes. <laughs> <laughs> suppressed for the remainder of the game. I'm so excited for hockey. It's starting soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to say how how proud of the Lions I am for winning that game. Because this, this is a game the Lions never win, besides it's in Washington. But, like, those seasons where they kind of show hope, you know, like, they don't go on the road and beat halfway decent football teams. And I still don't think the Redskins are done. So I think there's a big win for, like, this Lion team to say, hey, we're not going to be fooling around. That's one and two, eight and eight. We're going to try to build off, you know, a two and one record, you know, three and one, four and one. So I think as a Lion fan with so much suckiness around that organization, like even though it's two and one, it's it, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for that team. Hell yeah. W- without Bush, especially now Burleson's out, you know, I, I might be leaning up, showing my hand, but I definitely think they're going to beat the Bears this week. I certainly hope they do. You don't need to worry about who you be. You need to worry about your team winning the damn game. <laughs> but it would really help if the Lions beat the Bears. That would just really help me. All right, so let's let's keep talking about the Lions for a second here. Let's talk about their their leading, well, second leading receiver in this game, Nate Burleson, six for one hundred and sixteen. He was no, he was the leading receiver in the game, I believe. Uh, Chris Johnson seven for one hundred and fifteen, but he had a touchdown, so I consider him the leading receiver. What's his name? Megatron. Megatron. Oh, okay. You said Chris Johnson. Did I? Did I? Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I know. Megatron's on my fantasy team. Megatron's on my fantasy team. CJ2K? Who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he was not the leading receiver in the Lions game. So. So the reason I wanted to bring up Burleson was I wanted to see, uh, you heard about his arm, right? You wanted to hear my, the ridiculous way he broke his fucking arm? Yep. Okay, so he's driving home, uh, after doing some charity thing or something with a teammate with Stephen Tully. And uh. he has pizza on his passenger seat with a box of pizza. And I guess it starts falling off and he leaned over to save it, spinning the floor. <laughs> And he crashed into the median of the interstate. Fucking broke his arm. He just had surgery on it today. What? He uh, crashed into the median? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was saved the pizza. Wait, hold on, hold on. He's 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 saving the pizza on the passenger seat, which in America is on the right side. So he's leaning that way, but the wheel goes the other way to drive into the uh, median. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. I'm not a goddamn detective. Well, that's just, maybe he was, maybe he hit the median in between like the uh, like the access road and the interstate. 
That's what came to my mind, like uh, the median split through the car. But I don't know what the fuck happened either, but no, I wasn't there. That's what I imagine, so that's what I'm going. When I got that ESPN alert at 4 in the morning that day, I I could not. Like, the Lions couldn't catch a break, man. Seriously, that, I mean. They pull, they pull this game out. Their second receiver, who finally steps up, goes down. Their running back, their lead running back, their big acquisition, he's, he's injured. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, this is a big win for them, and they're going to build off that. And now, without Burleson, I think they're going to beat Chicago. I think this team's going to, like, build some resiliency. Do you think somebody's going to step in, step in to, to fill Burleson's shoes? Do you think Royals is going to step up and be the number two that they wanted him to be? Or do you I think he's going to get it done with the other guys? I think, like, Bush will come back, and you can split Bush out wide, let Jack Quell, Jack, what's his name, Ian? Joyke. Joey Kel Bell, you know, play a little back. You sound so racist right now, Daniel. What did what I say? Joey Kel. Joey, what the fuck is Joey? That's his fucking name. <laughs> Wait, is like Joey some racial slur I don't know about? No. You're like, what is it? Jaquan? Joey Kel? How is Okay, what's his name? Joey. 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 Okay, it's. Fucking semi Jaquan, isn't that thing? You know, he can run the ball, you know what I mean? Get some bush out wide. I mean, I think the Lions are smart enough to know that they have a backup running back that they can feature at least 10 carries and 10 passing plays. And they can make up for Burles for being gone. Especially because teams still have their double Megatron, so good luck with something that. That's, something that's being overlooked by this, too, is. Uh, they lost defensive end Jason Jones for the rest of the year. Uh, he like tore his ACL or his MCL or something. But yeah, he he's done for the year, so that weakens their defensive line a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, that's still a thing that scares me about the the Lions is their well, I guess not scares me, but their their defense is still a little lacking. Yeah, it's not as good as it should be. Okay, so let's talk about the other side of this game. Let's talk about uh, the Redskins here. Do we do we still not want to panic on RG3, Daniel? Three? No, of course we're not panicking, unless you're a fucking buffoon. I just want everyone to, to have the feelings they feel now, and ten weeks from now, when the record has changed, and, you know, they're like five and five, and the Cowboys are six and four, and they're one game out. It's like, think back how how hard people are overreacting right now. It's, it's ridiculous. It, people, prisoners of the moment. Everyone's screaming shit so they can be the first one to say it. You know, so it's like, I can't even take half of this shit serious anymore. Anything someone's saying about RD3. Like, beware the fucking Ryan Tannehill bandwagon's getting full right now. <laughs> they're just, they're jumping off RG3 onto Ryan Tannehill. Come on, I've been man. on Ryan Tannehill's bandwagon since last year. I thought he had a lot of potential. Okay, I don't. Hey, I don't knock those guys. I'm knocking these motherfuckers that are screaming RG3, and now they're just like, "Oh, you'll never be the same." Three, three games. Yeah, we're. Yeah, I, I actually got into a, a, not really an argument, but a little bit of a, a war of words with my my dad about this earlier today. Actually, um, he. he I don't know where he's getting this because he was saying that RG3 still looks 
not physically right out there. And I don't think that's the problem at all. He's moving around well. He doesn't look scared to move. He doesn't look scared to get hit. He's just making terrible decisions still. And, well, and not even all of them are that bad. He's just he's trying too hard to to get out of this funk that he's in. And like you said last week, he's getting his reps. I think it's all mental. Like uh, Skip Bayless said on uh, ESPN that I know it's quoting Skip Bayless, but yeah, here we go. he said that. But he said that uh, RG three told his coaching staff he wants to move away from the read option. That's what. The word is now. He doesn't want to do the read option anymore. Why would? And like, I don't think that has anything to do with confidence. I think it's like he—he's a passer. He can be an excellent passer. No, I don't think. I think if RG three becomes just a passer, he won't be as great as I—I I proclaim him he'll be. I—I I don't think he needs designed runs, or I mean, he can still have designed runs without read option. I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think he needs the read option to run and to do well running. I mean, but he's not he's not running at all. He's like almost eliminating it. So if you if you're saying, hey, I leak, they were design runs. They were like read option. No. I keep the ball. No, they weren't he had like a couple of scramble. Well, he had a big scramble that ended in a, a fumble, and I don't know how. But or actually, how many carries did he have that game? How uh, many he carries? He had six for thirty-seven. Okay, I mean, to me, RG three should be getting nine to eleven carries a game. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like third down back territory. He's fucking passing it, 53. Wow. How many times he passed it? 52 times? 50. 50. I mean, I guess, I guess I could see 40 passing attempts and nine rushes. If you said he had six rushes of 35 pass attempts, okay, I'd agree with that. That's cool. But 50? Shit. That's fucking Brady-Manning territory. You better be, you better be like 400 yards if you're throwing it five, 50 times a game. Not, how many yards do you have, Drew? Uh, passing, he had 326. Mm, 50, that's not very much. Uh, well, 32 completions. I mean, it's it's not the the greatest rating, but I, I mean that's not bad. It's mostly his rating is low just because he didn't throw any touchdowns. Is he playing the fucking Lions? <laughs> No, I mean, well, he had that. He had a beautiful pass to Robinson that would have been a touchdown if Robinson could have yeah. gone onto it. That was a beauty. But it just brings us my point. Just like I get crazy. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Demarco Murray. What up? What about two them and one? <laughs> two and one. That's the reason to be excited. Romo's match. Come on. Hey. Well, hey. they didn't really beat, like, DeMarco Murray beat the Rams the almost Rams, single-handedly, yeah. like a rented mule. It was sad to see how easily he was running. Like, if he played the fourth, what is that, maybe 250, 225? Oh, and I'm... Murray, yeah, Murray, he was just d- destroying them. And I sat on my fantasy team in my league, lost five point. Um, Romo's not making mistakes because he's not throwing the ball a lot. You know, I'm a little worried about Dez. Yeah, and I'm a little worried about Dez, but, you know, fuck it. Get a win and get out of there. Dez got away with uh, – he, he got a gift on that touchdown. It happens. You see the Titans uh, – was that Chargers game? I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Yeah, 
yeah, there wasn't that too. But I'm I'm just saying mm-hmm. I I hate I hate to see that. I hate to see a big wide receiver just knock down a defensive back that's you know half his size and not oh, even get God. remotely thought about being called for it. You're like a socialist of football. <laughs> you're out there playing fucking ball. Get that. Yeah, but okay. Look, if they were the exact same size, it's still just breaking a rule. Like that. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you believe in the rules every, in every play. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But uh, you want to talk about Tony Romo? You want to talk about fantasy? I'm actually trading for him in my league. Mm. Philip Rivers for Tony Romo. But uh, is that the league we're in together? Yes. All yes, three of us. Yep. Let America know I was handed a shitty team today. He so handed the worst team on the planet. <laughs> the worst team on the planet. I needed somebody to come in and brave Daniel here stepped up, looked at this team, shit his pants, and still decided he would do it. So Rashard Bendenhall is a big part of what we do, America. <laughs> <laughs> we root for Rashard Mendenhall every week. <laughs> By the way, you get to change your, you get to change your team name. Don't inherit that too. What is, I didn't even look at it. It's uh, so demons, like, oh my god. Yeah, it, it's meat curtains. <laughs> it's what? Meat curtains. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's stop talking about our, our fantasy league here. Uh, you brought up Tony Romo's pass attempts, uh, and I this is the first Dallas game that I saw any of this year. So what? Did you feel blessed watching the first Dallas game of the year? Like, wow, this is really a great opportunity for me to learn something about football. <laughs> that, that thought never crossed my mind. Uh, no, but I was I was curious. Like he had 24 attempts, he completed 17 of them, 210 yards. Is that has he had that few attempts all year, or is this a game Hello? where we're just like, well, Demarco Murray's going to do all the work. Let's just let him do all the work. I think it just happened. Like, hey, Demarco came in confident. Like I've dropped 253 on these cats before. They can't really stop me. And Dallas are like, let's see how you do first quarter. And they're like, oh, he, they really can't stop you. And we just kind of stuck with it. And uh, Roma didn't have to do much. It was kind of like put it in the bag. And Sam Bradford, very mediocre. Um, they don't put pressure on defenses. They put pressure on their own defense because they'll never score. And uh, they throw <laughs> the tape on Austin. They throw the fucking – excuse my language. I've said the F word a lot, but it's just happened to be one of those podcasts. They threw the tape on Austin. He caught six passes for 30 yards, man. It's like, it's like handoffs. This guy was like the eighth pick in the draft. They're, yeah, they're pretty hard. for nine yards, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they're using him so much in the short game. Because he can't run routes and get open. That's really what it is. And They're a bad team, and but Dallas loses a bad team. So I'm just happy we didn't lose a bad team this time. It must be a really bad team if Dallas beat them 31-7. All right, so Uh, I know you guys want to give me shit about this one. Uh, Let's move on to the Bengals game. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. It's like, let's stop talking about Dallas. Let's just bomb one Drew about those Packers. So, uh, Jonathan Franklin. uh, Who? Yeah. (laughs) He, uh... He just—he makes me so sad. <laughs> that's, that's all I can really say about it. Hey, did you see that stat about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, which one? That he's five and twenty-four 
uh, in the fourth quarter with the ball in his hands, down eight. I did not see that. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a kind of an eye opening stat. Like those those numbers could be a little jaded because he might have gotten the lead and the defense gave it back up. But still, it's kind of alarming. Like whoa, five and twenty four. Yeah, hey, he's not clutch. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers a front runner? It's like he's that kind of guy, like just going good. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm the best. I'm just not. It's like, mm. I wish Brett was here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, how many times has he not had the lead in the fourth quarter, though? I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's happened, but I feel like more often they. Last they Sunday. Last that. Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I, I I still think this game comes down to Jonathan Franklin holding on to the goddamn ball. Are the Packers going thirteen and three? No, the Packers are not going thirteen and three. Uh, they're going three and thirteen. I called it. I'm telling you, they're not going three and thirteen. Either. Uh, I think they're gonna, you know, ten and six, nine and seven. Oh Jesus! What? Ten and six, nine and seven, and that's insane. Totally unbelievable, man. I, they're well on their way to three and thirteen right now. <laughs> no, no way. Five eleven at best. Five and eleven. Five and oh, five and eleven. Okay, we need another bet for that. Better than this AJ Hawk bet. Which, by the way, if you people haven't seen this, we made the bet about RG three getting over a hundred yards rushing against the Packers. That totally didn't happen. And Ian had to set his picture on Facebook to. AJ Hawk, and he did, and it's actually pretty funny because he picked a super close up of his face, which is terrible. <laughs> I changed it back today though because it was only a week. Yeah, so. no, I was I was gonna I was just about to mention if you haven't changed it back, feel free. Yeah, RG. See, I, I'm not an RG three believer. Uh, he was supposed to get a hundred yards, and instead he got one. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, how many yards? He got one rushing yard. <laughs> I was so stoked that game, just because of that. <laughs> you know who, who was stoked this week for the Packers game? You. Yeah, this, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I text. I was gonna text you, like when there was like 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter, and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and then I I deleted it and said, "I'm sorry for your loss." <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting that after. I uh, I was at work Sunday, so I did not get to watch uh, any of the games live. I got to watch most of the second quarter on my lunch, uh, because thankfully my employer put a huge-ass TV in our break room, and it was actually pretty difficult. They had to, like, wire up an antenna, like, through a fire escape to, to get us the game, but they did it, and so I got to see part of the game, and I got to see the good part. I got to see the awesome part, where I was like, yeah, go Packers defense. And I did not uh, get to see, like, I was surprised as hell when I got my next 15-minute break. And I checked my phone. I was like, wait, what? They did what? Franklin did what? Yeah, it was. What, what did he do? What did he do? I don't even know. <laughs> I was curious when I said who. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Why do you keep saying his name? Okay. Uh, with, I think it was like four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, all Green Bay needed to do was just burn up some time. They were in the lead. All they need to do is burn up some time. So they're running the ball. They hand the ball to Franklin. There's a big pile. Like a Green Bay Packers running back, he runs right for the pile instead of away from it. He tries to go up and over it. He he goes high, which is the problem. He gets tackled, and, well, he gets hit. And the guy's shoulder pad hits the ball, knocks it out, and Cincinnati returns it for a touchdown. And okay, so so it was him. He's the one who fumbled. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually going to blame uh, Brandon Merriweather for this loss. Mm. <laughs> uh, for concussing Starks, who 14 for 55 wasn't having that great of a game anyway, and but more importantly, Lacey. Yeah, in a roundabout way, it was his fault. Yep. Fought that guy more than anyone else in the NFL right now. Yep, 100%. Oh, the guy, I, I hate the Packers more than he likes hitting people in the head. <laughs> and I still dislike him He likes hitting people in the head so much he hit himself oh. in the head really hard. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get back on this, Daniels. <laughs> We're trying to keep this I'm not. tight. It's so late. <laughs> Can we just move on? Let's just do our picks for the week. Okay, oh, well, by the way, people, by the way, we're not doing uh, top ten quarterbacks. You're going to have to percent till next week. <laughs> Sorry to uh, disappoint everybody. Yeah. This is entirely Ian's fault because he's, he's, he's sleepier than the rest of us. I feel like that's like a running joke, the top ten quarterbacks. I did that right. Well, at the end of the year, we'll just, like, look at the quarterback stats and just that will be the top – that will be all three of our top ten. <laughs> I'm picking the pick. We're too far in the season to uh, pick right now because everybody has already shown what they got. You know what I mean? RG three's a failure. Geno Smith is a Matthew Stafford is a golden god. <laughs> oh, I wanted to actually. This is something we we just watched over uh, in the the Lions Redskins game. Ian, did you actually watch this game or did you listen to it? I listened to it. Uh, how did you feel? Uh, during the call, when they were calling the game, and Stafford rushed for the first down, and Joy Bell pushed him for it. I like that. Or did you not remember <laughs> it at all? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I like it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure on the Lions home broadcast, which Ian was probably listening to, they didn't bring that up. So Ian probably never heard that that's what happened. Okay, with the Wait, okay so what happened? Did... did so RG three, so RG three. Wow. So um, Stafford was it was like third and one or third and two, and he was rushing. Like they rushed him for the the first down. They rushed him like off tackle to the left, and it it almost looked like he was gonna get it. And then he was clearly short, but he wasn't down yet. And Joy Bell just comes up behind him and just just shoves him in the back and pushes him over the first down marker. Reggie Bush liner. Thank Reggie Bush liner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to talk Lions anymore. Fuck. <laughs> you want to go back to the Packers, or you just want to make the picks? No, we can talk about any other game. Let's talk about how awesome New England is, and we forget about Peyton Manning. Hold, I don't wait, know. Just... Wait, New, New England's awesome? Mm, they just keep winning, bro. They just grind out okay. wins. They're like, well, that's they're like, they keep grinding out wins. I mean, they won by a decent margin this week, but I – like. But they've been winning for like 12, 13 years. It's not like a three-week period New England's been winning. So I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying, wow, New England is winning. I feel like... No, but they, they haven't been winning this year like they have been for the last 13 years. Can you, I mean, can you at least admit that? Like, yeah, they're still Yeah, I'll admit that. And, I will. And I'll I, admit that. I mean, I'm, style is different. Yeah. I am not a Tom Brady fan, but like I said last week when I picked Excuse him, like, me? I am not a Tom Brady fan. I just I don't like the guy. I don't even know why. I just don't like him. I respect him as a quarterback. Because oh, he's prettier than you. Well, then I would hate, like, everyone in the NFL. Seemingly you do. They don't wear the Packers. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> last, week you made, last week, 
you you thought about Ian and I blowing each other because of the Lions' love. You you know I don't just love the Packers. Oh yeah, you guys are in love with the Lions. I fell in love with the Lions a little bit this podcast. I feel like Ian <laughs> makes us love the Lions a little bit. It's a Lions of love. <laughs> it's like you you pity me. It's like you're a fan because you pity me. <laughs> I'm picking teams right now. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> what are you rambling about over there? Let's do our picks. Come on, boys. Right, Let's yeah. get our shit together. Holy <laughs> fuck, this thing's tearing up the scene. <laughs> All right, so let's let's start out uh, Thursday night game. Nine hey, wait, wait, let's be quiet. Let's be quiet in this case we're going to edit this out, I think. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen, so you just, yeah. Let's start with <laughs> the Niners-Rams, the Thursday night game. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he's, the 49ers are surprising in the fact that they're so terrible this year. And the Rams are equally surprising in how more terrible they are than I thought they would be. I think I had them as one of the best teams to not make the playoffs, and that's just not happening. So uh, I guess I'm going to take the 49ers in this game. Not really sure why. Because it's the Rams? Yeah, but it's the 49ers, dude. They're not good this year. Daniel? Uh, I'm going Niners. I I picked them on the Super Bowl, and I still can't shake if they go one and three. Is this one of those patented Daniel stubborn picks? No, it's not stubborn. Like, I'm not going to make a hasty decision at week three of the NFL season. <laughs> So. You are just Mr. Slow and Steady, I'll figure this all out later. Just let it ride. Now, look, <laughs> if the Niners are 7-5, and five, it's a little different, uh, you know, going to play a team. But 1-2, and two, they win four straight games, they're 5-2, and two, and then, you know, they're well on their way to 10-4. and four. In a couple, they'll be 12-4, and 11-5. and five. So, I'm not, the Niners beating the Rams. Okay, if you're going to wait until there's 7-5 and five to change your mind, you're going to wait until there's four weeks left in the season to change your mind? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? What do you mean? Why? why? If, okay. It's a long race. I think the latest you can change your mind is, like, week nine. What's the record in week nine? Like, four and five? Then no, definitely. It changed your mind. All right, well. Uh, I am also taking the Niners in this. Um, I mean... <clears throat> Kaepernick had a little bit of a rough game, but it's it's the Rams, so I'm taking the Niners. It's great. You get on your fucking high horse, and you're like, yeah, I'm picking the Rams. Yeah. No, the only thing I was on my high horse about was not even specifically this game, just Daniel and his whole, I'll wait until the season's over to make any decisions about any team at all. I'm not going to adjust to my team week, week to my predictions week to week, like, Oh, they're one and two. They're two and one. Like it's thirteen games left. That's how many times does he can go six and one, six and two, that's, and lose like five in a row? That's how predicting works. Is you you take what you know, which changes week to week, and use that to figure out what the next week is going to be like. You don't wait until week fifteen and go, oh, okay, well now week sixteen is going to go like this. Look, I predicted a game. One of us will be right at the end of the season, and one of us will be wrong. Okay, well, I can't wait to see what the picks look like at the end of the year. <laughs> Me too. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> one of us is gonna look really dumb. At least one of us. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Let's move on to uh, the first. But Sunday's. you picked the Niners as well, though. I did. 
Okay. Uh, let's move on to the Sunday games. We got uh, the Ravens at the Bills. Uh, Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I've gotten this far. <laughs> Daniel? Uh, Ravens. Ravens, obviously. <clears throat> I, just, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea, but the Ravens are going to win this game. <laughs> they can't lose to the Bills, I don't <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm also taking the Ravens. Their their defense, uh, pretty good. I mean, they got lit up by Peyton Manning, but I think Peyton Manning will let up anybody he wants to right now. And since that, since then, their defense has looked pretty good. I think I think I saw a stat where they like they've only allowed one touchdown since week one. That's the Ravens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah pretty that's, pretty, so. that's pretty impressive. Well, then the uh, the Bills are gonna win seven to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Bears at Lions next. Uh, gee, I wonder who Ian's going to pick. Uh, actually, I did have the Bears picked in this game. It hurt my heart tremendously to do so. Mm. And then I started thinking, like, what does it even mean? Like, <laughs> what is life if I can't pick a Lions in every game? What, like, what, what are the points for this free internet game that I win nothing <laughs> I get it right? So then, fuck it. I'm going to pick the Lions, goddammit. So I'm going <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure they're going to lose this game, I really, 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 really want them to win. I think I said it earlier. Lions are going to beat the Bears. I think the Bears make those big time plays and strip a lot of guys, but they won't be so loosey goosey and launching at team, uh, the Lions trying to make uh, tons of turnovers when they have to watch out for CJ, uh, Reggie, and such and such that we've been saying. I mean, I I think Calvin is just. Just changes everything your defense does. You just play safe, and uh, I think if the Bears play safe, they're not playing the way they are normally playing. So, I got the Lions winning this one, twenty-three, three field goals, uh, twenty-one. Yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, Ian, do we do we know if Reggie Bush is going to play in this game? Uh, it, it sounds like he is. They'll know more uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, I think they're going to decide, like, almost for certain whether or not. More than likely, it'll be a game-time decision. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to hedge my bet on this then. I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, I think the Lions are going to win this one. I think the Bears, wow. I think the Bears have been looking real fancy lately, but I, I don't think that's really them. I think, like you said, their defense, I feel like strips and fumbles and stuff like that, really hard to predict, let alone replicate, so I think their defense is going to kind of come down to earth, and Jay Cutler is still just a strong-armed, angry baby, uh, so he's going to throw a couple of picks, hopefully, and the Lions will walk away with this one easily with all their offensive weapons. Can I ask you, you a think, question? Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say one quick little thing. Uh, if you think that strump, oh, strumbles, fumbles and strips and interceptions are hard to replicate... Uh, then you need to go talk to Charles Tillman, who's fucking ripping it up in fantasy on my team. Just let you know. Yeah, uh, let me know if he keeps that rate of production up or even remotely close. He did all last year. Yeah, here's a a stat about the Bears. They scored 10 defensive touchdowns since the start of last year. That's that's insane. I I just, I think it's falling off at some point. Like, even the the Seahawks don't do that, so. They're not that kind of defense. Well, 
being the that kind of defense, defense. Like, like you said, three and out, not such a bad thing, and I, I just think it's going to catch up to them. Yeah, I mean, you said it too. You said. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just saying, but don't like poo-poo what the Bears do. Like, you, you just kind of like, eh. They're the Bears. I have to poo-poo everything they do. I'm a Packers so fan. So that, that leads into my question. Are you predicting the Lions to win because you feel you can catch a 3-1 and one Lions team better than a 4-0 and o Bears team? Uh, I mean, is that, hmm? it's not why I'm making that pick. I, I do think that's true, but I, that's not why I'm making that pick. I I mean, you've heard me talking up the Lions with Ian all season. I like their offensive weapons, especially if Reggie Bush is back, and I think they can pull this one off. Mm, that's called the reverse jinx, where you kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the uh, Bengals at Browns. Uh, this is my upset of the week. Uh, it's also my game of the week, W-E-A-K. And I'm going I'm to go with the Browns. <laughs> uh, I was going with the Browns, but now I'm picking the Bengals because Ian picked the Browns. <laughs> uh, I am also going with the Bengals. Um, I just, I mean, it's the Browns. I don't know how they won last week, but it's it's the Browns. So, got to take the Bengals here. Uh, next up, we got uh, Colts at Jaguars. Uh, my second upset of the week. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, I, I just want to say one quick thing about Jacksonville real quick here. Why is Denard Robinson not starting at quarterback yet? <laughs> like, that, it baffles me because he's such an offensive weapon. That's his, in the depth chart, that's his position is OW, offensive weapon. How is he? Oh my! It just drives me insane. The coaches and everybody in Jacksonville is a retard. I don't um, understand how Chad Henney's apparently not going to keep his job this week. They're uh, they're going back to Blaine Gabbert. Like, I think they'd be better off starting Maurice Jones-Drew at quarterback than Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> oh my God! Denard Robinson. Fuck! He played. Oh my God! He played. Uh, he set so many quarterback records at Michigan. Uh, Jesus Christ. Play fuck. Wow, fired up. I love me some of the Denard. Okay, so just to be clear here, <laughs> wow. Just to be clear here, Ian loves Denard, and he's taking Jacksonville. Uh, Colts. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. Okay. Being is, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm not you, were, great. you were going on about Jacksonville there. I, all right. Uh, Daniel? I'm picking against Jacksonville every week, so we don't have to ask me. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have to ask me Jacksonville every week against. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jacksonville's going on for here. I mean, the Colts are good. And Jacksonville's Jacksonville. So uh, next up, we got uh, the Giants at the Chiefs. Chiefs. That's all. Giant. I have the Giants. I, I I thought last week was the game everyone kind of jumped on to done the rally. Uh, the, Alex Smith is dink and dunk. They won't put up a ton of points from the Giants. I think the Giants will make big plays and upset Kansas City. I don't, I don't think Kansas City's a four and zero team, or the Giants are an zero and four team. So, uh, I mean, I feel like if the Chiefs are playing any other team this week, I would say they're not a four and zero team. But they're playing the Giants, who have not looked good. They're playing them at Arrowhead. And, you know, you keep saying Alex Smith is dink and dunk, and he is, but it's it's enough to win him games. He's 
He's not turning the ball over. He's got a high completion percentage. He's just the Giants will make big plays with Cruz and Knicks. They will be against the Kansas those. City defense. I mean, the Chiefs yeah, listen, look really good this year. And they have, they have. But the thing is, like, the Chiefs like to play a lot of tight on the outside. The Giants receivers beat corners, and I think there's opportunities for big plays to be made. I think Victor Cruz beats corners. I don't think you can say the Giants receivers beat corners. You don't like Hakeem Nix? No, I don't. You know, oh. Enough <laughs> said there. He hates everyone, dude. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go back and forth between me hating everyone and me loving everyone. He hates everyone. All right. Yeah. So don't listen to that. <laughs> you took the Chiefs already. Yeah, uh, I took the Chiefs in this one. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, Steelers at the Vikings, the battle of the winless teams. In uh, London. In London. That, that's yeah. Right, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Feel bad for everybody, yeah. right, because you see one of the worst games of the week. Yeah, I'm sure they're excited over there. I'm sure they <laughs> are just ready to jump onto this this sport from across the pond, watching two winless teams play each other. There's an underlining kind of excitement to this game. I'm going the other way. I think you get to see A.D. run the rock against the Steelers defense that's trying to hit the quarterback. You know, some excitement. I just had to laugh when you said Steelers defense. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And uh, who's that Who's that running back? Levante Bell? I just picked him up from fantasy. Le'Veon Bell. That was close. (laughs) I don't know anyone's name. Oh, my God. Wait, I picked him up from fantasy. You gave me shit about accidentally saying Chris Johnson instead of Calvin Johnson. <laughs> At least I know the goddamn difference. I, I really, what I want to see most out of this game is Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, sorry, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> there it is. Take one step too far at a British nightclub. Like that's all I want to see. <laughs> but the Steelers are going to win this game. I got the Steelers. Uh. I said I was never picking the Steelers again, but I'm picking the Steelers again. So. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm going against the grain here then, because I'm taking the Vikings. Because as much as I hate uh, Christian Ponder, uh, Adrian Peterson. So I'm just these teams are both terrible. Hate, so Adrian Peterson hate, is a tiebreaker for me. You hate Christian Christian Ponder too? Yeah, I do. Hey, put him on the list, man. Fuck it. I let's just, let's just start making a list. <laughs> He hates white people who play football. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love Jordy Nelson. I love Matthew Stafford. He's a free trainer, Rob Billy. Those guys are all black at heart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up we got uh, cards and Buccaneers. God, I, you know, I went through and did all my picks beforehand, and I must have noticed how many fucking horrible games there are this week. Uh, God damn, this is a tough. Tuffy, I'm a, I got Arizona. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Top trade analysis. So it's so crazy how Josh Freeman was once like an up and coming quarterback, and now he's benched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know Rebus has to be pissed. He's not in New York at least right now because Tampa Bay is floundering. Uh, Chiano's on his last legs, maybe. So Tampa Bay's last stand. They get a win. Or it's all over. It's all crumbling. So you're taking the Bucks in that game? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. Uh, I just I have no idea what the Bucks' backup quarterback is like at all. So 
I I don't know. I like. He's a rookie Palmer. from Vanderbilt or something. Sorry. Yeah, I mean that still really means nothing to me. I don't know what he looks like in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, I like Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald. You, the Cardinals are all right. They at least have a win, so I'm taking the Cardinals over the Bucks. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got the Seahawks at the Texans. This should be a really good game to watch. I think this game is going to be a blowout, dude. It's going to be Seattle's going to put up another forty burger. Uh, Houston mm-hmm. has not been good this season. They I had think, two wins, I and I don't understand why. They're gonna they're gonna rape his burger, the Houston Texans. And <laughs> yeah, I got Seattle. I think I made it abundantly clear. Yeah, uh, I'm on that bandwagon. Seattle, Houston's not a tough team. Seattle likes to punish uh, finesse squads. Uh, Arian Foster hasn't been the same. I know that guy in fantasy that turned down my trade and took Aaron Foster is regretting it now. Uh, but this is an easy one for the Seahawks. I don't know about 40, but I feel like 31-13. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I still, like, even if it's a blowout, I still think this is a, a good game to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I got the Seahawks in this one, too. Uh, Russell Wilson, it's not like he's been getting a ton of yards or even a ton of touchdowns, but... He's still making the right decisions. He's still playing well. He's real fun to watch, uh, Wisconsin boy. Uh, and I think yeah, Seattle's are just probably going to run away with this one, like you said. Uh, what do you guys? What? What do you guys think about the read option kind of disappearing in the league so far this year? I'm fine with it because I think it was gimmicky to begin with. But I have no opinion. <laughs> At least if they would run it until someone stopped it. I, I wouldn't think they'd just give it up. But um, well, I mean, it's that, not like the shocking guys, part of it. It's not like the guys that were running it can't pocket pass at all. So I can understand them wanting to transition away from it kind of before the league figures it out so that they can save it for, you know, use use it for, like, trick plays or some shit. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm, I disagree with that kind of, but I can understand that. I think it's gonna be if someone can't stop anything, why would you voluntarily stop it for them? That's the only thing the way I'd look at it. Kaepernick and Wilson and Griffin, these guys are like three best three of the best five quarterbacks in the league last year. And now I wouldn't say they are. They aren't through three weeks they haven't played neither or three of them neither one of them has played, you know, top ten level. Russell's been pretty good. Statistically, not really. He's winning games. That's about it. He's that defense is winning games, bro. Yeah. That defense is smashing people. Well, I mean, you. I'll make the argument that Russell Wilson is winning games by not turning the ball over, not making mistakes. He's he's getting enough yards to keep getting first downs that he's letting his defense dominate. So. So is Alex Smith? Is he Alex Smith? Uh, is Alex Smith a uh, top ten quarterback then? I mean, no, I'm I'm not saying Russell Alex Wilson's Smith a top is. ten quarterback either. I'm just saying he's not terrible. He's not awesome. I feel like they're both kind of middle of the road. And you guys can find year. out who the top ten quarterbacks are at the end of the season <laughs> when we do our countdown. <laughs> when we do our oh. review of who the top ten quarterbacks were, just in case you didn't watch this season. <laughs> uh, Jets Titans, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Next up, we got Jets Titans, the first of the afternoon games. 
Uh, I'm officially on the Jake Locker uh, bandwagon, and I'm going to take the Titans in this one. Did you see his runs last week? No. I gotta I gotta look up how many rushing yards he had. He had a he had a couple of like designed runs. Jake Locker had designed runs. I it blew my mind. He used to run at Washington. He used to run back in the day. He's got some wheels. Yeah. I mean, I I never knew until this game. Oh. Was, yeah. I gotta find this now. He's got 83 uh, speed Madden. <laughs> you just know Does that. Does he really? Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. Yeah, he had a uh, lot. five carries for 68 yards. Nice. Yeah, he had a touchdown. Pick him up, people. Pick him up in your fantasy leagues. Yeah, Jake Locker, he's on the rise. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Danny here, and let's not go crazy. It's Jake Locker in Week Three. Can we yeah. please move on? <laughs> I have to go to bed. The Jets. <laughs> I like the Jets and Gino. Eight and eight, baby. <laughs> mediocrity. <laughs> uh, I, I'm also on the road to mediocrity here. I'm gonna take the Jets. Uh, I still think the Titans aren't that awesome. They're gonna they're gonna fall eventually, and I think the Jets. You know they're. They're going to be mediocre. They're certainly not going to be worse in the league. Uh, Geno Smith throwing the ball well, taking the Jets. Uh, next up, we got Cowboys at Chargers. I'm taking the Cowboys, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's not going to stop Cowboys. us from talking about it. Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Uh, Romo and company, it's about the time I hop on the bandwagon and they start breaking my heart again. So uh, I should be picking the Chargers, but I'm going Cowboys. Uh, I am. I'm also taking the Cowboys here. Oh no, three in a row. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the Chargers are that great either. I've been happy if someone picked the Chargers, at I, least to make you food. But everyone believing in the Cowboys, this is when they fall you apart. You know what? You know, I need some distance on you in the picks. I'll take the Chargers on this one. Doing you a favor. All right. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> Next up, we got the Eagles at the Broncos. <coughs> This is another upset of the week for me. Um, I like like you just said, like Daniel just said. No, Drew. Like fuck, goddamn it, I'm tired. <laughs> like Drew just said about the Titans, they've got to fall eventually. Fuck it, I don't know who said it. One of you guys said it. I did. But they got to fall eventually, and I I feel the same way about Denver. They're not going to go 16 and 0 this year. I mean, they're a damn good football team, but they got to lose one game, and I think they're going to lose this week. I think they're going. The coaching staff in Philly is going to pull out all the stops, and they're going to they're going to defeat the Broncos. This is going to be the best game of the week. Two different styles, both teams trying to put up buku points. Uh, I'm I'm excited to watch this game. Uh, but I got the Broncos holding out mile high. If you try to play too fast up there, you'll be winded. It's, it may not be scientifically true, but mentally it's been proven. Yeah, so. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. I was I was gonna ask if you guys thought that playing at Mile High was gonna slow down the Eagles' offense at all. Yeah, I, I, I do. Ian? No. No. <laughs> at least you have an opinion this time. Uh, I'm also taking the Broncos. I I don't think they're going 16 and 0 either. But I don't know if the Eagles are the team to beat them, and I don't think they're gonna lose this game at home. So taking the Broncos. Uh, next up, we got uh, the Washington professional football team at the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> uh, I have uh, the 
Terrell Pryor, the quarterback for Oakland, uh, and the Raiders uh, winning. <laughs> I was gonna say, God, that was, is just Terrell Pryor going to win this game? This is so convoluted, dude. The whole Raiders organization will win <laughs> and obtain victory in this game. Obtain <laughs> uh, victory. We covered RG3. I'm going Redskins. They yeah, suck. Yeah, I think this might be the week to, like, reignite RG3's fire, like, really get his, his mental confidence back, and, I mean, it's the Raiders. Even if he plays like shit, they'll still probably pull this one out, so I'm taking the Reds, the Washington professional football team. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got the Sunday night game, the Patriots at the Falcons. It's so hard to pick against the Patriots in this game against the Atlanta Falcons that has so far disappointed every single person that who ever hoped for anything for them to do this season. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> I'm picking the Patriots, and I'm only going to say ten more words for us this fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, you now realize that uh, Daniel and I's goal is now to make you say more than ten words, right? Try. Uh, All right, we got oh one down. God. Um, Atlanta can't stop the pass. Patriots pass the ball. Atlanta's soft, man. There's just there's, there's no backbone with that squad. So any sign of you know angst or trepidation, they'll fold. And Patriots have put the pressure on. Tom the bomb, baby. Uh, thirty-one, twenty-one. Uh, I can actually see this one being pretty close. I mean, it's the Falcons at home. You're right, they don't have a ton of backbone, but I'm sorry. Matt Ryan wins at home. He just does. And I don't even know why, but he does. So, I mean, I could I could see him pulling this one out, but I think it's going to be close. And I think, like I said last week, Tom Brady's just going to keep finding somebody that will actually catch a damn ball in the end zone. Uh, so I'm still taking the Patriots here until they until they finally do fall apart. Uh, last up, the Monday night game, the Dolphins at the Saints, which if you would have looked at this game at the beginning of the season, you would have thought, like, oh, this is a boring Monday night game. Uh, but I think this could actually be a good one, Ian. Okay, I'm going to break my rule of tenor. Less words. That lasts um, long. Uh, I got the, I got the Dolphins in this one. Uh, the poor Saints defense. And the still shaky, I think, Miami Dolphins offense. Well, it's going to be an interesting game. A lot of back and forth. Uh, I think the Dolphins will actually put up quite a few points. And I got them winning uh, in tiebreaker down here, the little, where you put the scores in. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, I got uh, Miami winning 38-35. Wow. Wow. Uh I'm all about the Saints here. I've been on the Saints from the beginning of the season. They're doing exactly what I thought they would. Uh, Miami was a dark horse team. But the thing I like about this, it's kind of like a Super Bowl matchup from interconference teams. Like, that would be interesting to see, but probably will never happen. And they're both kind of 3-0, and so it makes the game a little bigger. Uh, but I got in the tiebreaker, Saints 24, Dolphins 21. Um. I mean, you brought up that both these teams are undefeated. Do you guys want to talk at all about the teams that are undefeated this year? Not really. I'm real no. tired. <laughs> all 
All right. Well, basically, I just wanted to bring it up just to mention the Chiefs and the Dolphins being on that list. 3-0. and That just blows my mind. Can we talk about teams that are 1-2, and two? Uh, <laughs> mainly the Packers? <laughs> All right. So I actually am taking the... <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins in this one, too. Um, I, the Saints' defense didn't look too bad last week. Um, I still don't think they're that great. but They haven't given up uh, more than 17 points yet. Uh, this is this is the game where I think they do. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins, and for the tiebreaker, I've got 27-24. I think the Dolphins are going to run the ball, uh, just dominate on the ground, and Tannehill's going to keep throwing pretty passes. And if... I mean, if they can do that, I think they'll they'll beat the Saints here. That being is said, the Dolphins. Uh, this is, is a hard ball? choice for me, um, mostly because Jimmy Graham's a goddamn animal. But I still feel like uh, I still feel like it's the Dolphins, just because I, I would love to see them go four and zero. If the Dolphins can go four and zero and win on the road in New Orleans, I mean that that puts the Dolphins on another level, to me. So are you? That's kind of what I'm hoping for. So you think the Dolphins can be that kind of team that can beat New England? Like, I mean, I mean to me to go on the road Monday I mean, night. This is Ryan Tannehill, second-year quarterback. Mike Wallace, first time as a feature receiver. Uh, Lamar Miller and Daniel Thomas as the running backs. I mean, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big win, man. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I believe in Daniel Thomas, um, and I believe in. I believe in Ryan Tannehill, not Mike Wallace so much, but uh, I like Brian Hartline, I guess. So I don't think. I mean, this is this is more about this game. If they lose, will show that they are not a team that really deserve to be three and zero. Like like this is a game that'll prove whether it's real or not to me, and I want it to be real. So I'm taking the Dolphins. It's not really a brain it, pick; it's more of a heart pick. I think the Dolphins would still be real if they lost a close game. Now if they went in there and lost 45-10, that's like, all right, well. But if you go in there and you lose 24-21, that's not a dismissive uh, – it's uh, not a wave against the Dolphins. Like, hey, they're done. They don't have a chance. Well, no, I'd agree with that. But I don't think – I think the Dolphins are either going to just dominate this game or they're going to get blown out. I don't think they're going to lose close. Mm. I just believe in Breeze and Peyton, man. I think they're just going to... Breeze and Peyton? They're not my... Uh, Sean Payton. Drew Breeze and oh. Sean Payton. And more than Richard Philbin. It's not Richard Philbin. I feel like it should be. And Ryan Tannehill. You mean Regis Philbin? <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I, I almost dropped that joke, and I thought, nope, I'm sure Ian's just waiting. Uh no, I think his name is like Roger or Richard Philbin. What is Madden his real name? Phil I'm looking now. I don't know anyone's name. I called Lamont. What was that guy's name? Yeah, <laughs> I should be trusting you with names. <laughs> Holy shit. Nope, not at all. Madden is <laughs> Dolphins head coach is Joe Philbin. Quandel Tiberian. <laughs> DeBrickishaw Ferguson. <laughs> See, there was no need for that. There was no need for that accent there, Jerithian. <laughs> See? I just said Jabrickus Shaw Ferguson the whitest say... way I could say it. No, you had a little deepness in your Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. what? play it back. Bullshit. 
Check the game tape. Yeah, check the tape. Check the tape, coach. All right. Whatever, man. Fucking put a ribbon on this thing and cut it. Yeah. Let's tie this up. Uh, This this was our our week three review, week four preview. Make sure you tune in next week. Catch more of our our awesome banter. I swear we'll be better next week. We won't be such goddamn tired. Um, Thanks for listening. What's in? <sighs> bye. Wow. Bye. <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs> I thought we were already off. Bye. Oh. Right. I'm going to have to cut this. God damn. No, we're, <laughs> we're already done. Oh, okay.